reading from the Krishna book, chapter 46, Uddhava visits Vrindavan. I fasted yesterday for a condensy, so. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnana Timurandasya Gananjana Shalakaya Chaksuran Bulatam Yena Tasmai Sri Gunave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupa Kadamayam Vidati Sapadantikam Vanshakalpa Turubhyas Chakrapa Sindhu Vayevacha Patitanam Pavanebhyo Vaishnavebhyo Namo Nama Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Advaita Gadadhar Shivasade Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare So I'm transitioning in between subjects. So I don't really have a fixed subject, but I like this story because it's Uddhava visits Vrindavan and hopefully Anadar Swami will visit Vrindavan. I'm scheduled to leave late tomorrow night. I have my taxi driver for the last 40 years. I haven't seen in two two years. Bridge Bossy, Gopal picking me up. I'll arrive at 1.30 in the morning. I'll bathe and then I will um, I'll bathe and then I'll chant. And then hopefully I'll go to the gardens of Vrindavan take bridge basi rotis my friend is taking some people so <clears throat> i am more than excited to visit the dam i've lived there most of my life actually i've been more in vrindavan than any place in the world including the place where i grew up because i went i came to vrindavan in 1976 and I was there for 44 years, 20 years straight, and then 20 years half and half. So it's my home, my friends, I have so many friends there. And uh, Sadhu Sangha. You know, I, I got a, a phone call from one of my friends the other day, not a phone call, a text message. It's, it was a, uh, it was a, um, a voice message. And he's a person that you can never, ever, ever see because he's so sick. He, he can only get out of his bed for five or six hours a day, maximum. And I sometimes see him in Vrindavan when he goes, but he's not there now. So he sent me a text message, no voice message. And he's very advanced. And he was speaking about Sri Radha's separation from Krishna. And um, I just listened to it. He, I asked him to share what he's thinking about. And It, you know, it really gave me a hankering for Vrindavan. And that conviction entered into my practices and my chanting. 
So sadhu sangha is so important and I'm going to Vrindavan to get sadhu sangha to increase my faith. I mentioned this morning that we're not a physical distance away from Krishna. It's not like this. You can't, you can go as far as you want for um, an unlimited amount of miles and you don't go to the spiritual world. It's, it's a different dimension. And that dimension is crossed by faith. And faith comes from hearing from sadhus who have conviction. There's something about, there's something about um, conviction that mixes in with one's vibration that communicates that, that, that conviction. There's always that famous story with, with, with Mahatma Gandhi and somebody came up and said, uh, you know, my son's eating too many sweets or something and he's getting sick. Can you tell him not to eat sweets? He says, come back next week. Then the boy came back next week. Mahatma Gandhi said, don't eat too many sweets. And then they asked Mahatma Gandhi, well, why did you wait a, a week before telling him? It's because I first had to give up eating sweets. So there's something with conviction. I always tell the story of Dr. Fakir Mohan when he asked these Sanskrit students, you know, who knows the Shastra? Who is Shastra Gyat? And he says, one who practices, one who practices knows. I'm trying to think of something I heard about that recently. One who practices, oh yeah, uh, th this morning, right after my class, I, I turned on, I turned on to um, Wisdom of the Sages because Simon Haas was on explaining about the Dharma code. And then after he explained about the Dharma code and you know, the first ones were non-violence non and he was explaining the importance and truthfulness. I guess there was one other. He said, but the, without the fourth one, the other three remained theoretical and the fourth one was discipline, the implementation of it. Otherwise, the other things never become realized. You only realize the truth when you apply it and therefore it changes your vision. So to hear from someone who's not, not just speaking about Krishna, but living a life of devotion, it can give you that conviction, that faith. And faith is how we move forward in anything. Without faith, we don't move forward. C.S. Lewis in a book called Mere Christianity, he, um, he wrote about people leaving Christianity and he said, it's never an intellectual thing. He said, people don't renew their faith and therefore faith, the conviction recedes in the consciousness. That's the opposite, but people who are renewing their faith and developing their faith and practicing. Nastapayeshu abhadreshu nityam bhagavata sevya. Nityam. It means eternal, it means always, and it means every day. Bhavata bhakti naishtaki. Then you develop fixedness. And from fixedness comes taste. It's like water is tasty when it's pure, when it's just water. So when devotion is just devotion, and it doesn't mean renunciation, when you're always, whatever, working in the world, practicing, when you become fixed in God's will, then devotion becomes devotion and you taste devotion. So, Conviction is so, so important. Anyway, I'm going to begin to read this story and comment on, on it. I, but by the way, greetings from 
the Jagannath Baladev Subhadra Mandir in New Jersey, the home of Gopaki Shore and Jai Shri Radhe. Gopa built it himself, actually. So let's read. Of course, I'll give a little introduction. How does Uddhava get to go to Vrindavan? Because Uddhava, everyone has a relationship with Krishna. We have to awaken that relationship in our hearts. That's the goal of life. If the goal of life is love, then the goal is to have a relationship because love manifests the relationship. So these are the parikas, the eternal associates. And Uddhava, outside of Vrindavan, is the topmost devotee because he's called a parishad. It's a servant, but there's a kind of servant is more than a servant. He's your confidant. He's your trusted minister and advisor. Because outside of Vrindavan, it's all, it's reverence for Krishna. It's mixed with reverence, everything. And he's also a disciple of Brihaspati. And he's also Bodhisattva. Bodhisattva means the most intelligent person on the planet. And therefore, Krishna tr trusts him to give a confidential message to the gopis who are suffering in this, this a, I know in the Balap Kushmanjali, there's one prayer to Radharani. Uh, with the red lack of your lotus feet, please cure this servant who is near dead by the snake bite of separation. So the residents of Vrindavan are near dead. It's called, I think it's called mitta, but it's one of the emotions that come from your relationship with Krishna that sometimes the absence of Krishna, you wish you were dead. <laughs> but you don't die because that would give Krishna too much pain. And at the same time, there's no duality because that is love. That is the highest ecstasy at the same time. And how do we understand that? We have to achieve it. We have to go there. We have to attain that platform. Just like Bhaktivinoda Thakur, I was explaining Jaiva Dharma. He said, Bhakti is innate in the soul. Um, it's the eternal Dharma. It's, it, it, it's a teaching that's meant to be spread always. But you won't understand it. until you achieve a certain level of realization, you'll have some kind of frame of reference to understand. But it's inconceivable because God has inconceivable powers. So to understand God and everything he does by logic doesn't work because logic is one of cause and effect in this world. God is above that. So somehow this separation is so deep that Krishna is, it has to go back now. People are telling him he has to go back. But there's reasons why he doesn't go back immediately. or That's another philosophical story. But he sends Uddhava, his most trusted servant, with a message for the gopis. Nanda Maharaj returned to Vrindavan without Krishna and Balaram. How are they feeling? It's love. We, we have attachment to people. But it, it can't compare to the attachment that the soul has for God. It can give us kind of a, 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 a lens to imagine. Because the attachment to God is our eternal relationship. And he's free. He's most dear because he's the soul of the soul. Our life, the, without the soul, the body is not dear. And without Krishna, the soul is not dear. So he's Priya. He's the most dear. 
and that attraction, it's so powerful. And now they're in separation from him. They, they were in separation when he left. Now, Nandamaraj is coming back. Krishna said, I shall return. And now he's not going to, he, he's not returning. He was accompanied only by the cowherd boys and men. So everyone came back except Krishna. Madhya Soda, Srimati Radharani, and all the other residents of Vrindavan. Oh, it was certainly a very pathetic scene for the gopis, Madhya Soda, Srimati Radharani, and all the other residents of Vrindavan. We, we have attachments, and when we're separated from our attachments, then it's very difficult for us. But they have awakened their eternal relationship with Krishna. So the separation is so deep. And now you can imagine, after being away for some time, and Nanda Maharaj comes back, and you know, sometimes they see the coward boys in the distance. And now they, they all come back. The gopis, uh, no, not the, it, 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 so the gopis and the parents are just devastated. Many devotees have tried to make adjustments to Krishna's being away from Vrindavan because according to expert opinion, Krishna, the Supreme Personality of Godhead, never ever goes a step out of Vrindavan. He always remains there. So how do they understand that Krishna has gone from Vrindavan? Actually, he can't be gone from Vrindavan. Krishna can't be gone from Vrindavan because he eternally resides in Vrindavan. But he's uppercut, which means unmanifested. Because prema, love of Godhead, is like an energy that flows from the soul to God. But it's like a river, and a river to flow powerfully needs two embankments. So love needs the embankment of union and separation. So they're always manifest there simultaneously. Union and separation. So they're they're devastated. And now when and but Krishna never steps a foot out of Vrindavan. Because Krishna means Vrindavan. Vrindavan is the environment that Krishna li lives in. It means when when God wants to manifest himself fully, Akila Rasa Amrita Murti, in the full embodiment of love, an environment manifests simultaneously, and that's Vrindavan. So if Krishna is eternal, then Vrindavan is eternal. And Krishna's being in Vrindavan is eternal. Because there's no Krishna in Vrindavan, there's no Krishna. If Krishna's out of Vrindavan, there's no Krishna. Then Krishna doesn't exist. Because Krishna is the full embodiment of, of love. And this environment manifests to, to, to facilitate it. So great acharyas are saying, adjusting why Krishna went out of Vrindavan. The explanation of expert devotees that Krishna was actually not absent from Vrindavan. He came back with Nanda Maharaj's promise. When Krishna was starting for Matara on the chariot driven by Akura and the gopis were blocking the way, Krishna assured them that he was coming back just after finishing his business in Matara. He told them not to be overwhelmed and in this way pacified them. Wow, I'm gonna to go to Nandagram and I'll go on the roof and I'll look on that path where, where Kura took Krishna from Vrindavan. And that scene, 
as he's leaving where the gopis are grabbing the reins, they're throwing themselves in front of the horses. And the separation of the gopis as Krishna is leaving is so intense that as Krishna's chariot is going, they're following the chariot. And then finally, Krishna, he, he, somehow his leela is to take him to Vrindavan, but his heart's in Vrindavan. He's also considerate for the gopis just to pacify them. Because again, what we're talking about is we're talking about pleasure, which is love. And if it's God's pleasure or love, it's at the highest degree of pleasure and love. And because it's, it's an emotion, it's so intense. So they, they're just, they, they, they're just following it. And some have become like ghosts, just staring as Krishna is leaving. It's, and Krishna's just feeling for them. He turns back and just gives them enough hope to maintain their lives. And he says, I, I will return. I will return. But when he failed to come back with Nanda Maharaj, it appeared that he either cheated them or could not keep his promise. But either that is not satisfactory. This is God. He must have the supreme, beautiful will. So how can he cheat his devotees? How can he, what is this breaking his promise? So again, Expert devotees, however, decided that Krishna was never a cheater nor a breaker of promises. Krishna, his original identity, returned with Nanda Maharaj and stayed with the gopis and Mother Yasoda in his Baba expansion. So again, God is there in our love. It's not that our love is greater than God, but God comes according to the devotees' love. And their thoughts of Krishna, in love of Krishna, is a reality. So even though he is unmanifest, they had such separation from Krishna that he was there. And that's exactly the message. That's exactly the message that the I need a little tell just tell Ajay Shirati, I need a little hot tea. I'll wait for you to come back. Just tell her. A little hot tea. Okay. No, no, she'll bring it. It's, I, it's. So, Uddhava's message eventually, when he gets to the gopis, and there's a place where he sees the gopis called Uddhava Kati, and it was underwater for many, many years. And then I believe Narayan March took us there when he just used to take a few, me and a few of our God brothers, the places that people were never there before. And we once asked them, uh, uh, you know, besides Prabhupada, which of the devotees of Bhakti Siddhanta were like Prema Bhaktas? And he said, oh, Janardhan Maharaj. And when we came there, Janard Maharaj was sitting under a tree, chanting and crying. Uddhavikari. So he came to this place. But the message he delivered to them is that Krishna said, I am there, my Baba manifestation. And that's our separation from God. It's our consciousness. Because Sadulava, Bhakti is very difficult to obtain at the level of Baba Bhakti, because when you have that, then you control Krishna. So if you have Baba and you want Krishna, there's Krishna. So he's there in his Baba manifestation. Unmanifest on the external level, for the embankment of separation to intensify. 
But on the internal, the uppercut, the unmanifest, he's always there. Krishna and Balaram remained in Mathura, not in their original forms, but in their expansions as Vasudeva and Sankarsana. The real Krishna and Balaram were in Vrindavan in their Bhava manifestations, where in Mathura they appeared in the Prabhav and Vaibhav expansions. So God is very interesting that one personality can appear in many places without becoming less, without becoming many. He still remains the one absolute truth the same person because he has those inconceivable potencies. But when he wants to enjoy reverential love, then he covers his intimate side. Krishna means God fully manifesting his intimate side. So he covers, he, cover, he covers his intimate side. And the environment supports that love. Just like we may have an intimate side, but we go to work, that side of us is covered. Especially if you're the boss or you're a high court judge. And for that consciousness and attitude, there's a different type of environment that's manifest. So when Krishna wants to enjoy reverential love, we can call him Vasudeva. And we can call Balaram Sankarsana. Is it the same person? Yes. But not Krishna. Because Krishna is that person when he's at home. So a person at home has a personal name. The personal name refers to all of his different relationships. Where mother or father or boss or son, the personal name, they refer to a particular aspect that that got that the person is manifesting. If someone calls you father, you're manifesting a particular part of your personality. If someone calls you lover, you're manifesting a particular part of your personality. Someone says friend. You're manifesting a particular part of your personality. But when the intimate side is covered, then that's blessed. It's the same person, but just not manifest fully. But in the spiritual world, when it's not manifest fully, it's manifested with an environment to, to an environment to, to facilitate that type of love. This is the expert opinion of advanced devotees. Externally, however, they were absent from Vrindavan. Therefore, when Nanda Maharaj was preparing to return to Vrindavan, there was some discussion between him and the boys concerning how they could live in separation. Conclusion is to separate was reached by mutual agreement because Krishna had a mission to perform. So he had to leave Vrindavan for that mission. Yada, yada, hi dharmasya, lanir bhavati bharata. When there was a when there is a discrepancy in religion, he appears. And he was separated from his parents, so he felt he had to spend time there. So he didn't come back. Vasudeva and Devaki, who happened to be the real parents of Krishna and Balaram, wanted to keep them now because of the death of Kamsa. So why were they, why, why, why were they taken to Vrindavan? 
Why would they take it to Vrindavan? Because fear of Kamsa. Now Kamsa is dead. And now you know, Krishna and Balaram came, killed Kamsa. So now the parents said, no, you should stay. Now, naturally, the father of Krishna and Balaram wanted them to remain specifically for the reformatory function of purification, the sacred bread ceremony. So there's different um, rites of passage that are very, very important in the Vedic society to create some scars, to create the proper impressions in the consciousness. Because what we are, are we, we are the impressions in our consciousness. And a parent wants the child to have as many good impressions as possible. And I explained, good impressions means the attraction for things that are good and the aversion to things that are bad. So in a proper culture, it's not just the parents, it's the society and the functions you have where you develop a, a duty or an obligation for a certain set standard of behavior. So it was very important that Krishna, even though he's God, has the refer the sacred thread ceremony where he gets, that's what Diksha is. said this commitment he has commitment, playing the role of a human being, but what's the commitment? The commitment is to, well, the first part of it is, is committing yourself in such a way that you're reflecting on what you did before and promise never to do it. Um, what is it? There. And then the the consciousness and belonging to the tradition of your guru. Tilak is a marking that means I belong. I just described Vedic culture. The woman had certain markings. It gave this identity and relationship to the husband. So they also wanted to give him a proper education for this is the duty of the father. Another consideration was that all the friends of Kamsa outside Mathura were preparing to attack Mathura. For that reason, also Krishna's presence was required. Krishna did not want Vrindavan disturbed by enemies like Tantavakra and Jarasan. If Krishna would go to Vrindavan, these enemies would not only attack Mathura, but would go on to Vrindavan and the peaceful inhabitants of Vrindavan would be disturbed. So, so again, here what we see is we see Krishna's consideration. God is perfection has to be loving and loving means that you're focused on satisfying people and therefore considerate and understanding of their desires. So Krishna loves the residents of Vrindavan. He's afraid if he goes back now after Kamsa is killed and the allies of Kamsa are ready to attack Matara and Krishna is the one that killed Kamsa. That if Krishna goes to Vrindavan, then they may also come there. So he's thinking in a considerate way. Although the inhabitants of Vrindavan felt separation from Krishna, the resulting ecstasy Bhava caused them to perceive that Krishna was always present with them by his lila or pastimes. So in that separation, separation is a very important feeling in bhakti. 
Because what separation means is that the object that was before you is now in your heart. And the object that was before you, you now see everywhere. So in this sense, separation is very, very powerful emotion. And it caused them to see Krishna everywhere. In their Leela Smaran. Present with him by his Leela. Since Krishna had departed from Vrindavan and gone to Matara, the inhabitants of Vrindavan, especially Mother Yasoda, Nandamaraj, Srimati Radharani, the gopis and the coward boys, were simply thinking of Krishna at every step. This is what happens when you lose a loved one. You can't get it out of your mind. But with God, that thoughts of him become God. So in separation, you just, it, it, it becomes rasa. It, it, it becomes consuming emotion. And rasa vaisa, that's what the spiritual world is. So now there's consuming emotion. They're feeling separation from Krishna. And every day they may go out and look at Sometimes someone's late and you're waiting for them to come. I remember I was in Colombia and my taxi was a little late. So I was looking outside. I was looking outside. And I walked down the street, looked down the next street. When is it coming? Sometimes we have that experience that When we want something that's not there, we're always thinking of it. We're always looking for it. They were thinking, here Krishna was playing in this way. Here Krishna was blowing his flute. Krishna was joking in this way. And Krishna was embracing us like this. This is called Leela Smarna, and it is the process of association with Krishna most recommended by great devotees, even Lord Chaitanya, when he was at Puri, enjoying Leela Smar in association with Krishna. And the separation, the, the, that image of your beloved comes into your mind. At the same time, you're looking everywhere. Hey, hey, Rod, hey, Vajadeva, Kechalalite, hey, Nanda Sunokuta. Go shanta bitti sarvato brajapare kedar mahavivalo. The six Goswamis were going all around Vrindavan. Where is Krishna? Where is Krishna? As Prabhupada told that young Saraswati, who was the daughter of Malati and Shamsundar, when he was their secretary. And she had this deity, I'm not telling, I told the story many times, but it was silver. And uh, it was a silver deity given by a life member. And Prabhupada knew that was like five years work of any ordinary Indian. You can't leave it out, it'll be stolen. And he had the parents store it away and get a mold and make it in brass. But when she saw that it wasn't her silver Krishna, she started to cry, I want Krishna, I want Krishna. Krishna's there, no, that's not my Krishna. And it went on for several days and it was such a disturbance that Prabhupada called this little girl into his office and asked, what is the problem? She says, I want my Krishna, I want my Krishna. And Prabhupada said, that's very good because that's the mood of the highest devotees. They never say, I have Krishna. They say, I want Krishna. And then Prabhupada said, I'll teach you a song about this. He began singing the six Goswami Astakam.
those in the most exalted position of devotional service and ecstasy can live with Krishna always by remembering his pastimes. We have to think of Krishna. Prabhupada told my god brother Vishal, if you read Krishna book every day, if you read Krishna book every day, you'll be happy. So, even I think Prabhupada told us in Gurukul that the, I'm not sure, anyway, the children could like put their hands behind their back and eat like cows. We said when you take pasadam, you can meditate on Krishna taking, taking pasadam with the cowherd boys. The very beginning, Prabhupada said, he said, this is the mental culture of Krishna consciousness. We should think more of, of Krishna and Krishna's pastimes. And read because this is the method of actually developing love for Krishna. Srila Vishwanath Chakravati Thakur has given us a transcendental literature entitled Krishna Bhavanamrita, which is full with Krishna's pastimes. Exalted devotees can remain absorbed in Krishna thought by reading such books. Any book of Krishna Lila, even this book, Krishna, or our teachings of Lord Chaitanya, is actually solace for the devotees feeling separation from Krishna. So it's nice with couch within this Lila, Prabhupada is taking out so many instructions because he's showing how the consciousness of the gopis work. They weren't with Krishna, they were always thinking of Krishna. And by thinking of Krishna, they were with Krishna. And Prabhupada's saying that that's our process. We're not with Krishna, we should be in the mood of separation from Krishna. And therefore we should be remembering his pastimes. And then we're also with Krishna. Because it's not just for the gopis, Krishna is there in his bhavan expansion for everyone. And Krishna and Balaram did not return to Vrindavan can be adjusted as follows. They did not break their promise to return to Vrindavan, nor were they absent, but their presence was necessary in Matra. So for the Leela, they become unmanifest in Vrindavan. And as Krishna leaves Vrindavan, he checks more and more of his intimate side and the environment begins to transform to correspond to the type of love of those who want to worship God in a more reverential way. And at the same time in the Leela, it's shown ordinary people's understanding that he had business to do. He had to get a sacred thread. He had to get education. He had to um, in the meantime, Uddhava, a cousin brother of Krishna's, came to see Krishna from Dwarka. So what's happening at the same time, this is such an important point that the pleasure of God is our hearts because that's where he puts his pleasure potency, which is the bhakti anand. So it's our hearts. That's where Krishna puts that potency. It's I, I, I'm having brain fog actually because I fasted yesterday. See that? It's amazing. 
because generally all the thoughts stay in your head. Anyway, I'll go on. Um, oh yes, I, I now understand what's happening. So what they're telling is this is the gopi separation. At the same time, what's happening, and this is how spiritual life works, this is called the transcendental system, that God hears your heart. And when it sincerely wants him, he manifests in the form of his devotee to give himself to you. So this is an important part of Krishna consciousness. And ultimately, that heart, when it goes from the platform of hankering to, for Krishna, um, to desiring a relationship with Krishna, and Krishna manifests. Ayendra Prabhu, someone asked him, when do you, when is it, when is it, when are you ready for Raghunuga Bhakti? Which means cultivating your eternal relationship with Krishna, Seva, Sranaka Rupena, Siddha Rupena, Chatrahi. He said, when are you ready? He said, when there's dire necessity. Dire when you really want it more than anything else because you value it more than anything else. Krishna hears that voice in the heart and he reciprocates by giving himself. So Krishna is listening to the hearts of the gopis by the transcendental system. He's in Dwarka, they're in Vrindavan and Krishna's listening to their hearts. And at the same time, the Leela Shakti, which is serving Krishna, makes the arrangement so everything is adjusted. He was the son of Vasudeva's brother and was almost the same age as Krishna. His bodily features resembled Krishna's almost exactly. After Krishna returned from his teacher's home, he was pleased to see Uddhava, who happened to be his dear most friend. Krishna wanted to send him to Vrindavan with a message to the residents to pacify for their deep feelings of separation. As stated in Bhagavad Gita, Krishna is very responsive. He responds in proportion to the devotee's advancement in devotional service. Prabhupada said such a, a simple, profound statement about Krishna. He said, Krishna is responsive. There's no tricks in Krishna consciousness. It's very straightforward. If you want God, you have God. We're just separated by the lack of intensity of our desire. And so now Krishna's it is hearing what's happening in Matra about the devotees and their separation. Uddhava is described as the most exalted personality in Vishnu dynasty, being almost equal to Krishna. He was a great friend of Krishna and being the direct student of Brahaspati, teacher and priest of the heavenly planets. He was very intelligent and sharp in decision. So he was a, a minister. He was brilliant. And he was the most exalted personality. And he was so close to Krishna that even though there's reverential mood in Dwarka, he became a close friend, couched in that intimacy of, uh, couched in the, in the consciousness of reverence. Intellectually, he was highly qualified. Krishna, being his very loving friend, wanted to send Uddhava to Vrindavan just to study the highly elevated, ecstatic devotional practice, devotional service practice there. 
even if one is highly elevated material education and is even the disciple of Brihaspati, he still has to learn from the gopis and the other residents of Vrindavan how to love Krishna to the highest degree. It was Krishna's special favor to Uddhava to send it to Vrindavan with a message for the residents there, which meant to pacify them. Okay, I'm, I, 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 it's the flow. When you're in the flow, you don't forget. It's just the ecodicy. Okay, Jumuya Jaya, any point here that struck you? Yes, Maharaj, but I also want to, I'm at the Bhakti Center, so I want to give you darshan of Radhamuli Dar, your wow. before you go. Oh, so what I love go. <laughs> wow, she wrote a Merli Dar key. Wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. <laughs> I knew I'd be here, so I wanted to get here before the curtains close. Um, I really love the what you were just saying about that. Krishna uh, is in his is is in his uh, so I wrote it down. Um, is there in his is in his Baba experience for everyone? We may not be able to see his physical form, but for his in his Baba expansion, he's there for all of us all the time. And that the distance, as you said, is not geographical. It's 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 internal. It's by faith. Love that point. That's why we hear these things so we can aspire for the right things. That's why we have to hear regularly. Thank you, Jamunajaya. Anybody else like to say hello? I have a question. Hey, Janta, how are you going? I've been thinking about this subject, and it's very nice that you talked about it. The question of if you're thinking about the Leela or meditating on the Leela or even writing about the Leela, and you imagine details that are not in the text that we get from the Acharyas, is that offensive or is that something that's permitted? Well, um, because we're not directly have Saksha Darshan of Krishna, our thoughts will be somewhat speculative, but couched within a general Shastric understanding. You know, it's not like in Bunki Bihari temple in Vrindavan is the most famous temple. And, and, and they keep on closing the curtains because the deity out of attachment for his devotees left the temple several times. This is the folklore. So, you know, it's a, it's a family lineage. So it came down and the, these younger people, maybe in their early twenties, were to dress the deities one day. And they put Bunky Bihari in jeans with a cell phone. And the people almost killed them. It was such a scandal. So, but we know that Krishna wore, you know, there's just be harp, be dumb, you know, so there's a peacock feather. So, you know, what peacock feather, a big one, a small one. And Prabhupada gave directions of what Krishna looks like and how you dress him. And he puts jewelry on, so you might have to meditate on the, the exact jewelry, but no. So we, we have some point for creativity. And if we have devotion, that conception will turn into reality. Just like Krishna is blue, but he's a transcendental blue. But we think of Krishna as blue. Do we have the color exactly right? Not just by a material conception, but with bhakti and devotion, you, you'll enter into the real thing. So yeah, you can, you can that kind of speculation is okay. Thank you. Okay, I will. Anyone else? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Yeah, I was, whenever you talk about the fact that the residents of Vrindavan, they, when they were in separation, they couldn't, you know, commit suicide because that would have hurt Krishna. And in the back of my mind, I'm always thinking, wow, you know, they, I'm, I'm always struck by how secure they are 
in Krishna's love for them. Because the emphasis is always on the devotee's love for Krishna. But for them to, to not commit suicide because of how that would make Krishna feel, that just shows how secure they were in Krishna's love for them. You know? That's a nice point, Gail. Thank you. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna Gumaraj. Thank you, Shore Radha. Hare Bow. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna, Shore. Oh, Shore. Hare Krishna. I still have to answer one letter from you. I will do that. Okay. Thank you, Maharaj. Thank you. Hare Bow. Anyone else? Hare Bow, Hey, okay. We got Joe Kaylee there. Okay. Hare Bow. <laughs> Good to miss you, Gumaraj. Wow, we you know, I think we're still I'm gonna organize some programs at Bhakti Bandav. Yeah. Maybe Tota and Sri Rupa. She we're can gonna, all go up there. Yeah, we're gonna to try to go for the installation next week for Kartik. I think that's great. Maybe right then. Maybe they want you to bring up some prashadam. Yes, whatever I can do, but we will miss you, Maraj, but I'm happy that you are headed back to the Dom. Okay, this is Ram Sadowski. Jayanta, this is the famous Ram Sadowski. Okay, anybody else? Say hello to Hey, Krishna. Hi, Bo. Hi, Bo. Hey, Rama. Hey, Rama. <laughs> okay, anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna. Okay. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Bo. Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Travel safe to Vrindavan. Please pray for all of us. I'll, I'll, I'll join you in Vrindavan very soon. This is Yudhisthira. I'm not in Vrindavan except for a little bit. <laughs> but the background is Vrindavan. I took this picture in 79. Yeah. Okay. I'll see you there so, soon. Hi, Bob. I hope so. I hope so. I'm trying to plan it. Okay. Uh, Hare Krishna. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thanks for the class. Okay. Hare Bo. Who's that? Surya Radhika Devidasi. I'm my mom. Oh, okay. Hare Bo. Thank you. Surya from Moscow. Oh, nice I'm to see you. I'm really happy for you that you're going to Vrindavan and I like the words that Krishna is the soul of our soul. So I've never thought about uh, Krishna in this way. So I start thinking how it is possible to live without Krishna if he is the soul of my soul. So it's a bit very interesting for me. Thank you. Thank for you. Sharing. That's a nice thing. Thank very you. nice. Okay. I'm going soon to Vrindavan. I'm going directly... The first day I go, I'm going to Sridhar, Mali, with the Rotis. Anybody wants to uh, give something, I can deliver it for him, for his family and the service he does. Anybody else like to say hello? Hey, Krishna Maharaj, it's Indira. Indira. Um, yeah, have a great trip. And I was curious, are these going to continue, these morning or will the time morning i'm not sure i can continue the 11 o'clock one that that on sunday the mm -hmm. other two i because it may be too late for me in brindavan I, i'll see I, I haven't decided yet it's very difficult for me even the afternoon classes because it's there it's the afternoon not the morning and i, I you know i go to bed early it may be even uh, we'll see i hope so <laughs> Thank oh, you. Okay. Good. Thank you for the class and wish you a safe trip. Let, let's all meet in Govardhan in February. I hope so. Okay. Anybody I else? So pray for us. Anybody else? And if you could give our uh, good wishes to Lila Vilasini, who's recovering from a 
Yeah, she's, cool. she's not suffering. She had no pain at all, Jan, Gianta, and she told you how mystical it was. Yes. She copied me in the message you sent to her and her response. Yeah. <laughs> but she likes the idea of the shovel in the front of her <laughs> motorcycle. So, okay. <laughs> okay. Have okay, a, anybody um, else? Okay. All right. Anybody else? Maharaj, I don't know if you wanted to repeat it in this class, but I didn't quite catch you were um, you were asking if anybody wanted to help I'm, somebody. I'm, I'm saying I'm going to that Sridhar, that nice sadhu. And I, I've been always supporting and, and helping his family. So and they've been serving so many Vaishnavas. So if anybody wants to give something, then I can deliver it there to him. I'm going to give something. Yeah, that's all I was saying. Oh, no, 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 no. I mean, from this morning, it's like you want to help somebody travel someplace. No, no, huh? just that. Okay, okay. 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 Anybody else? Otherwise, I'm going to go to have the organic soup with the vegetables from the garden here. The garden state. This is the garden state. There's not what this is the only garden left in the whole garden state, but it used to be the garden state. Okay. All right. I'm going to go now. Hi, Bo. Hare Krishna.